Hello again, everyone. Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. I'm Malika. I'm Matt. I remember my name this week. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Progress! Um, well, we don't have a guest this week. It's probably all my fault. <laughs> well, you remember your name, so that's enough. <laughs> I didn't do a good well job of following up with the guest. Um... So today we are discussing episode 18 of season 2. Today is today part 1. Originally aired March 13, 2009. Uh, it was directed by Guy Norman B. B-E-E. He's directed shows like... Oh. Well, you were also turning into a robot for a while, so... Mm. Started up again and do that line over again. Faster, more intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me make sure it's recording. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, Homsky. Okay. I originally aired on March 13, 2009. It was directed by a guy, Norman B. He directed episodes of shows like Arrow, Supernatural, Aliens. He also did a Veronica. <laughs> nice try. He also, he also did a Veronica. Di- <laughs> Veronica bars. Harmonica Veronica Var- bars. A Veronica Bars episode called Like a Virgin. Oh, I remember that one. Here are my thoughts. Checked in with Skinny Mars. It was written by Ashley Edward Miller and Zach Stintz. I don't know them. Still recording. They are partners, writing partners, <laughs> not um, dating partners. Too bad. They do a lot of stuff together, like X Men First Class and. Thor and a lot of fringe stuff. Hmm. Uh, okay, and the recap. So we start out with Jesse in her pad. She uh, she touches a lamp. Not sure if that's significant, but she does it again later. And she zips up Riley's body. Does she see remorseful at all? Or kinda? Something's going on with her. She has feelings. I wasn't here oh. last episode, but I was cheering. Just <laughs> anybody wanted to know. <laughs> So who were you rooting for? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. I was just, I was very, very, ha- well, you know, actually that's a fair question. Um, <laughs> but I think I was, I was actually rooting for Jesse. Um, because Riley has had more time to piss me off. Uh, so. That's fair. Um, then we flash forward to 2027 Serrano Point. And they've talked about Serrano Point before. I think it was in Alpine Fields where we, where Jesse meets Derek for the first time, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's going off somewhere across the ocean. He's worried because, you know, this is different somehow. He's going on a mission too. Is he going, so this, is he going on his time mission? That's what I think. I mean, that sounds oh, like. that'd be cool. They act like it's the last time they're going to see each other. She's going to be traveling with a Terminator named Queeg, who I think was mentioned once before in the, the same episode, Alpine Fields. Can't such believe an odd name. Yeah. Can't <laughs> believe they made him a captain. Yeah, he's captain of the show. <laughs> they must really trust him. I think there's a character in a red dwarf named Queeg, and he's a robot. Scully's dog or, is Queequeg. Yeah, Queequeg, yeah. Oh, poor Queequeg. Oh, don't tell me if it's spoilers. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no spoiler. But um, it, it does sound more like a robot than a dog's name. So John comes up on Sarah. She's getting ready to get out of there, of course. <laughs> so what's 
what's making her want to leave now when all the other shit that happens didn't make her want to leave? She doesn't know Riley's dead at this point. Riley could be. Yeah, so what is she reacting to that makes her want to leave right now? Yeah, just Riley disappearing, I guess. Hmm. May- and talk to the counselor and the father about them. It's just my, I guess, I don't know. Um, John's gonna clean out the garage because he's hiding something, you can tell. <laughs> and he finds Cameron doing inventory on the spare Terminator parts, so John says she needs to burn them. Yeah. She's like, it's like, I don't know, like, you know when when dogs, like, dig up old stuff and, like, old body parts of animals and stuff? <laughs> I mean, it was just like, here's a Terminator. You put that down. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's gonna flip. Yep. And we see Jesse's in a bar talking to a Navy guy and being a smart ass. He hunts up and she drives him. She ends up punching him. And then her friends start to walk, his friends start to walk over. Did they really all beat up a woman in a bar? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded like then she beat them up, really. Well, I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, no, she she mentioned that she knocked out the first guy real quick, and then she had a fight with three guys. She, um, she didn't really mention how that fight went. No, it's, know, it's the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, pu- um, they'll punch anything. Yeah. It was, I don't know, she was just doing the whole angry... Oh, I thought she was covering up her remarks from her fight. Oh, she was trying to give an excuse for it? Yeah. Because she's, she's all beat up from her fight with Riley, so she has to have an excuse for why she looks like that. So I think she went there specifically to get in a fight. To to, to earn her marks, if you will? Sure, I didn't yeah. think about it, but yeah. Yeah, I just thought she was angry. Probably that too, but mm-hmm. it was also part of a plan. Good deal. Well, guess what? Casey's not pregnant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of, yeah, she's sad they're moving and they never came over to dinner. I I wasn't ready to see this woman not pregnant. <laughs> Why? Oh, so used to seeing her. Yeah, like she looks like she was gonna burst. Like just every time we saw her, it was like she's pregnant forever, and it's. Uh, I was. She's I, gonna have that baby any second now. Yeah, but it lasted for weeks and weeks and weeks that she was gonna have that baby for any second. So it was like shocking. I was on the edge of my seat thinking she was gonna go into labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> and Cameron would have to deliver the baby. <laughs> yeah. <Ugh. laughs> What am I going to do with you, baby? Mm. Nothing good. Uh, yeah, so her baby daddy has the baby, and he got a call the night before about a girl they found in the river, shot in the chest, execution style. Little blind thing, probably fell in with the wrong people. All they got are some scars on her wrist and a tattoo. And Sarah knows. <laughs> it's a quite, quite the convenient uh, coincidence <laughs> that she happens to know this person who's... Is he an estranged husband? Or they did- um, uh, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, that was the guy we saw visit her in the hospital. They were together, right? The guy, yeah, they're a couple, but I don't know if they're married. With her being that pregnant, they better be married. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I would. I mean, like, if no, I wouldn't put up with that level of labor unless I was married to the man <laughs> or that <laughs> level of pregnancy. Um, did she? She she knows about Riley though, right? Like she knows. Knows what? Like, she's she's met her. Oh, has Casey met Riley? Yeah, she's met her. Um, I think so, yeah. 
Because didn't they come to her house or, you know, like um, she covered for them or just something like that? I seem to remember. She's at least talked to her on the phone if they haven't met in person. <laughs> when yeah. Casey called their house that's right. to warn them about Cromartia. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm thinking of. So John and quickly have to hide their shit because Cameron hears Sarah coming. <sighs> we heard that. about her super hearing before. It makes sense that she has super hearing, but she used it before. Um... I don't feel like she's used it enough. Yeah, Sarah wants to talk to Jada Lowe. I noticed Sarah's hair in this scene looked pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and when Cameron goes outside, she sees a bird and it flies away. And she's like, you know, there's a good chance I wouldn't have killed you. Okay, so fine. Take my quote. The only quote that I had. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. I didn't do the exact quote. It's um, something like um, "Goodbye, bird." There's a fifty-one chance I won't kill. You. I wouldn't kill you. <laughs> yes. And after Sarah tells John the news, he walks out upset, and she knows that Riley's dead. Well, Cameron knows Riley's dead because she heard them inside. Dun, 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 dun. Opening credits. Just say there were a lot of like Cameron looks in this episode. Mm. I feel like we've been getting more of her finally. When it feels like she was mostly just used as a tool and not developed. As a character, right up till now. <laughs> Those facial expressions where we're talking about not getting podcast mixed up. Somebody had oh, it was Scully. In the <laughs> wrong. Yeah, yeah, wrong podcast. Sorry. No, I mean Sarah has her. I mean, yeah, she has her her set of facial expressions. I just feel like now they're trying to cast, um, cast Cameron in a more like ominous light or more like questionable light. So, I don't know, the way the cameras framed her and stuff. Doubt her. Uh, John is toying with that little kill switch. And the ca- uh, camera says she didn't kill him. She's not lying. And she's sorry for his loss. John's not sure he believes that. Uh, she's just saying what people say. I don't <laughs> know. I, say. I, I think that John's sulking, but I don't know if he really truly distrusts her i don't know i i think i mean i got it you know sarah but like i don't know about john she's really sorry though i don't think she's really sorry maybe that but i don't think that he thinks that she really didn't can she feel no are people really sorry when they say that i think if it's a close friend yes or a a friend maybe but you know you see that a lot like on facebook with how people you barely know Okay, but if it's a death, <laughs> if it's a death, I do feel sorry. Like, if it's someone that I even don't know, I'm just sorry for, like, people losing people because that's just shitty. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of people, I don't know. I mean, th- there's, there's a lot of people that say sorry for stuff they don't mean. But I don't know. I think death is one of those things of, like, yeah, that kind of really sucks, and I'm sorry you have to go through it. Yeah. I mean, if you like the person. If you don't like the person, then, I don't know, maybe you don't care. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> so Derek and Jesse are driving along. Jesse thanks him for bailing him out, and she knows he doesn't like police stations because he's a fugitive. Yeah, is that because he killed Andy Good, or they think he killed Andy Good, or is that uh, something else? Is it related to the all his buddies who got killed? Yeah, I thought it was more oh. future forward. No, he. They were probably looking for him in connection with all of his buddies that got killed, aren't they? Oh, I see what um, you're saying. I, I, 
I thought it was more like the authority type of thing. Oh, I don't know. You're probably but right. That, that is that a good. That is a good point, though. Like, how did he get in there and get her out? Yes, was Derek Balm probably. <laughs> Put on glasses and nobody knew who he was. <laughs> so he wants to know what's going on with her. She says nothing. And we flash to the USS Jimmy Carter in the Pacific Ocean. Um, just and one word. When someone says nothing, it's that's a lie. It's always it's always like, a lie. Especially when they're not looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the choice whether to let it go or to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. I think you made the right choice. Yeah. Just let it go. You know where I see Elsa a lot? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> I know Elsa always seems to be at my gym taking pictures with the kiddos. I don't know why. It seems like every week I run into Elsa at some point. Who's that? Wait, who? Um, um, yeah, Elsa from... Oh, Frozen? Frozen, yeah. Let it go. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> you see her at your gym? Yeah, somebody dressed as Elsa. It seems like... At your gym? Yeah. Is she powerlifting? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's usually not on the gym floor. They just have, like, events there. Kids can get their picture taken. At like the gym? other day they had... Yeah. <laughs> so Family-friendly. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, and, like, they have, like, the staff sometimes dresses up. Like, like, the other day they were dressed up like Christmas trees. And Santa was there taking pictures. Wow. See, at, when I worked for a gym, you weren't allowed there if you were under 16, unless you were going to, like, the kiddie club. And yeah. that was, like, in the corner. And so there weren't just... I just picture your gym with, like, random Elsas and trees running around and, you know, like, with kids and skipping through the, you know, weight room. Yeah, they're not allowed in there. So there is a kiddie section and then on the basketball courts where they have events sometimes. And they have their own separate, like, family locker rooms for under 13, you have to go use those locker rooms. Oh, that's nice. So anyway. My gym. <laughs> gym is like goals. There's no messing around. <laughs> There's no kids. It's, it's um, yeah, they're pretty much out of our way, thank goodness. <laughs> It'll be annoying. Not that we have anything against kids. No, of course not. <laughs> and they had like a snow machine, like blowing fake snow the other day at the entrance to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to your gym, Will. I might be there all the time. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, so yeah, on the Jimmy Carter, is there a real Jimmy Carter? Anyway, so they're crossing the equator, and they talk about the Terminator driving the boat, and they, they're doing some kind of ceremony for one what of the guys. What was this ceremony? I don't know. Oh, no. They were initiating Did him they cover into... him in filth and then make him lay on the ground until... <laughs> So they covered the equator, across the equator. That's it was gross. Why was he covered in filth? He was He's the just only a dirty one. guy. He was the only one. He's Maybe the, that's the um, reason he was lying down. Yeah. The dirt fell off the other people. Um. Okay, I was trying to see if there was any explanation for what was going on, but I don't see anything. Um. <laughs> so they start filling these depth charges. And we're back in the present where Savannah's trying to play hide and seek with mommy, but mommy is working and tells her to be patient. <sighs> kind of wonder what she's doing exactly. <laughs> what is she working on? She's like calculating like end of the world type scenarios. <laughs> she's looking at lolcats. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, she's on YouTube. 
She's like, look at these cats. They're grumpy. And best mother ever lets her daughter wander off and these doors start opening and it leads her to John Henry. George! To George. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was so excited to see him. Me too. This was creepy and fascinating. <laughs> this my, spoiler, this is my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> Um, Weaver go gets Ellison who's eating. Is, is Ellison always eating or what? <laughs> or praying. <laughs> yeah. He, um, he eats, then he, bur- then he purges, then he prays. <laughs> and he reads the God Bible and, yeah, and says something prophetic. Mm-hmm. Ah, I think I'm, never mind. No food talk today. Um, oh. there's, so we were saying there's someone who knows where, what's going on in every room of the building. So they go to John Henry. And he wants to play a game. Shall we play a game? Mm-hmm. I wish he said that. <laughs> yeah, he won't just tell her where it is because that's not how the game works. So she's going to go along with it because they have no other choice. She looks kind of amused by this. It's just weird that he came up with this and yet he's a robot. Mm-hmm. Like it's in this data bank somewhere. <laughs> Like half of this, half of the script is in his databank, so the other part he forgot. So he just made up the rules. She, uh, I kind of agree with Ellison. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like he realized that harm could have come to her before it was pointed out to him. Well, and she was so she seemed to be so happy to go along with this game. But see, this is the funny thing: is that like, why would he play a game? You know. Like, I'm, I'm fine. He's like a robot. He doesn't necessarily, like, think about a child could be hurt and this is, like, whatever. He might not have that scenario. But, like, playing a game in and of itself is an interesting, like, it's an interesting concept. Yeah. I guess he's just fascinated by how humans work. He's just studying her. Mm-hmm. Je- uh, Derek's fixing Jesse up. Never aim for the male. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like. I'm 12. Before I said that, I like had the same thought. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Punch them in the mouth. (laughs) Um, So he tells the story about how um, somebody punched another guy in the mouth, and I guess he cut his hand and got an infection and died. Derek has a great story for every. He has a great future story for every situation. (laughs) Soldiers, Soldiers usually have a lot of stories. Yeah, people, and they're usually about somebody dying. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one time, this guy died. <laughs> and then. Womp womp. The best story is Derek. Mm. He gets a call about Riley dying. He's going to head back. And he tells Jesse, who acts like she's surprised. He thinks Cameron did it. And Jesse tells him that you can't kill the machine. John has to make that decision on his own. It's interesting. She sounds like she's thought about this. Like, Just a little, huh? Yeah. But um, how well did um, how well did Derek really know Riley though? I'd say probably not that well. Yeah, I don't know if I would think that, you know, killing the robot because of this would necessarily be the first thing. But he hates robots anyway, so. Yeah. Um, back on the Ronald Reagan, they're on the bridge with Queeg. They've got a Kraken on their tail or coming after them. And Queeg's got a plan, and the plan does work. They get away, but Jesse knows that they're 300 miles off course. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, 
was concerned this whole thing was going to turn into a Terminator bloodbath, but then I was like, eh, it's probably not, because how would she get out of there? <laughs> She's yeah, trapped she in a sub with no. Terminator. But I guess it still could on the on the oil rig in the next episode. So in the present, Sarah's found the spare Termi parts, and John tries to make an excuse, but Sarah's like, just stop. <laughs> And she thinks John's making excuses about Riley, but John says he knows Cameron didn't do it because I asked her. She says she didn't. <laughs> it's good that he trusts her. Does he trust her? Or is he just telling himself? Sarah doesn't her. trust him. <laughs> Worst mom. Sarah's not so sure, but John's mad. He don't know nothing. And they're still playing hide and seek at Zero Core. And this is where Ellis is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because he <laughs> seems more upset than... Uh, Weaver is. And she's, um. I mean, never wonders about her. <laughs> I know, like, Ellison, there's some clues here that something's not right. Machines that can, you know about machines that can look like people. Yeah. And he's saying, you wanted me to teach him morals, but what's the use if he's not gonna follow them? And she says, he will. So they get more clues until Ellison finally figures out where she is. She's hiding in a helicopter. She's sleepy. She seems glad her mommy found her. Man, what is this? I don't know. It seems like, it's like Ellison said later, so many things could have gone wrong. Mm. So, this is where John goes to see Riley's foster father. He's, you know, pretending that he's looking for her, and Cameron calls, pretending to be Riley, just to throw him off and make him think that she's alive so they won't go and talking to the police. But Cameron takes it a little bit too far. <laughs> And wants to speak to John and start saying all this stuff to John before he finally ends the call. And when he goes outside, he's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and she says she's just trying to make it more authentic and he's going to go somewhere alone. Yeah, why did she do this? Like the whole extra bit that he wasn't prepared for. I like, what was her goal? I don't get it. Did she, <laughs> did she think he would enjoy hearing Riley? quote unquote say she loves him i don't know what is cameron ever thinking i want to know what cameron's thinking i think we lost malika oh no um she is crazy so ellison says he didn't fun he didn't <laughs> he didn't have fun playing the game and that secret that john henry was keeping could have harmed savannah because what it would have been his fault if savannah had died it was wrong of you not to tell. Bad, <laughs> bad <Yeah>. cyborg. <laughs> he seemed concerned that he's like, oh yeah, I could have heard her. Why didn't they just yeah, bring that up when he was hiding the information? He <laughs> <laughs> could have said that sooner. Yeah. yeah. I guess he's like, human life is sacred. Follow the prime directive. He didn't, <laughs> yeah, didn't say anything about God's children. Thank this you. time. <laughs> um, yeah, so Derek's been thinking about Riley and what he thinks Cameron did and Jesse Jesse says maybe some good could have come out of it you know my notes say that John (laughs) (laughs) Derek's like what no good can come out of an innocent kid dying like that and Jesse's like she's like good man she's like F F M L (laughs) (laughs) my whole plan not a good man oh yeah not approved so they go in to have relations. <laughs> Surprised she's in the mood. She should be feeling bad about herself. Yeah, what better to make you feel? <laughs> I guess. 
So, oh, poor Daniel son. <laughs> um, yeah, and they have that phrase that they spoke earlier in the episode. They say it again now. All my subtitles said was foreign language. <laughs> in brackets. Hey guys. Hi. <laughs> Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Okay, I have to do this from my phone because apparently my internet just went out. Oh. Yeah. My internet was screwing up earlier today. I figured it might be because of the torrential flooding we've been getting lately. <laughs> we have no such reason. I just think it's random Austin crazy. So, anyway, sorry about that. Fine. Um. So... Quiga is telling Jesse about their new mission. They're going to go to some oil rig and get a package and deliver it to Serrano Point. Orders came from John Connor himself. Quig tells her to go tell the crew. So I, I assume this whole mission is what leads her to want Cameron at the picture. I yeah. Can't see how Cameron's going to factor into this right now. I, I don't know. Either it has to do with cameras specifically or in general, you know, just, I mean, I, I think it'd have to do with, with Cameron specifically, but, you know, I'm sure that it, something has to do with her, um, her dislike of robots or distrust of them and Cameron being the closest thing to what's his face, John. Yeah. Uh, Quig, I'm sorry. Uh, Jesse's talking to Dietz, who is, Juice from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> oh my gosh, Uh-oh. that's right. <laughs> I was trying to place him, and I didn't want to look on the um, on IMDb. Um, and he's leaving to get the package. They're communicating with him from the rig, and on the rig, they're wandering through. For he comes across um, some machines. One's a I think a T six hundred, like we saw in Dungeons and Dragons, with the bad skin. <laughs> mm. The one dude have a weird looking face. And they do get the package, presumably. So that, that Terminator's is he one of those rubber face terminators? Yeah. Okay. Um And then Cameron comes up on Sarah burning the part. She says she planned on getting Derek's sniper rifle and shooting Cameron, but John wouldn't have forgiven her for it. With those depletium or uh, uranium depleted units <laughs> or floats or whatever. That wouldn't have worked on Cameron, she too. <laughs> um, Sarah doesn't know what to do with her. It was kind of like how Cameron didn't know what to do with the bird. <laughs> and Cameron tries to explain they needed spare parts. And she says they're all a threat to John because he makes him worry and that makes him vulnerable. And she says that humans, well, when Sarah says she's not John's problem, Cameron says humans are the problem. I think we're just trying to make Cameron look more sinister here. Like she needs to get rid of all humans. Mm. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like it, she's they're painting her in a more sinister light, just overall. But then she says that the only way John can be safe is to be alone, and that's going to be John's life someday. Is is uh, is that making Sarah second guess her her whole process here? <laughs> what she's done? I don't know. I was trying to read her face. I mean, does she, here? I have conflicted views on this because, like, it makes it sound, it makes Cameron sound more ominous. Like, is she doing something to get John more alone, or is she speaking the truth and Sarah's trying to accept it? 
you know, I'm not sure which one, you know, I don't know if they're, they're trying to make Cameron out to be distrustful because of everything that's going on with her. And maybe he doesn't need to be more alone. It's just her saying it or what? I don't know. John is at the morgue and he takes a look at Riley's body. I expected him to find some sort of clue that would lead him towards Jesse. Well, he sees her wounds, doesn't he? And they're kind of... Well, it doesn't necessarily lead him towards Jesse, but he knows that she, you know, Uh, in a fight. I don't know. I I didn't really see him noticing anything. I don't know. It just felt like a moment for him to say goodbye. It was a good, it was a good moment for the actor. He did well. It reminded me of T3 when they went to Sarah's mm. room. There were weapons inside though. Wouldn't it have been cool if Arnold made like a cameo on this show? I know he's too big. It just made me Samuel, his face. Yeah. And Samuel L, who's been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But Samuel L. Jackson would do anything. <laughs> Arnold was probably still governor at this time, though, so he couldn't have done it. Oh, that's right. I always forget that happened. Special <laughs> <laughs> thinking. Jessie's in her room. She touches that lamp like she did at the beginning and get to be continued. <sighs> there was a deleted scene where um, Jesse's talking to Juice and he's asking if like these new orders are part of the plan and he doesn't have a good feeling about it. They talk about her new boyfriend, Derek, and this is like, yeah, I heard he's a good man. And she's like, yeah, he is. Don't let anyone tell you different. New boyfriend. Yeah. So they weren't together very long. Hmm. Yeah. Guess not. How long were they at Sereno Point? Together? Do you have any quotes that I didn't steal? <laughs> I just had the one. Me too. <laughs> Same one. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. This is not a quotable show. <laughs> well, you know, it is a quotable show. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Jones is. Oh my gosh. I have, I'm like savoring it. So, it's so good. I know. And yeah. I don't want it to finish. And so, like, you know, I'm like, Trying to watch, I'm one of those people who don't want, who, I don't watch my favorite, like, I always say the best for last. So anything that I'm like really relishing, like, I'm kind of savoring Jessica Jones, even though I want to speed right through it. So I'm like, I can't wait to watch like episode five. Like, that's where I am. And I, because I don't want it to end. I know like the sooner it ends, the more longer I have to wait to the next series. So, <sighs> so good. Jeez, I don't know how you guys own. are so behind. <laughs> I'm, I'm ahead of you guys, but. <clears throat> Sorry. And, yeah, <laughs> I tried. I tried to wait for you, but I can't. I can't go that slow. I don't know how you do it, though. Anyway. I, got a lot, I got a lot to watch. Yeah, it's true. Different shows. Yeah, but I think it's this one, this and the leftover are, are my favorite. Like, mm. and left, the leftovers just ended. So. Oh, leftovers is so good this year. I just can't. I can't even. Like, I'm. I just better come back. Uh, anyway, I better. Yeah, there's just yeah. So we'll see. I want to talk about shows that improve like greatly in the second season. It's leftovers. <laughs> Not to have a major problem with the first season. Me neither. Like I really enjoy the first season, and then this season was just crazy good. You know, another show I think will be quotable: Spartacus. <laughs> Spartacus coming twenty sixteen. Um, let's see who was our badass of the week. 
<sighs> mm. I almost want to say Cameron. Oh no, George. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, um, who is he now? John Henry. Yeah. <laughs> George. He plays like three other characters before. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, let's rate this episode. What do you think, Malika? Um, I liked it. It's really hard. Like it, it, it's hard for me to rate these when it's just like first part of a two part. Um, but I, it was interesting. Like I actually was kind of pleasantly surprised, if you will. Um, cause I mean, I think that it, it had been middling for me a little bit. Um, I'm actually, it was really, I think it was more surprising cause I was actually interested in what was happening. Like with Jesse, like I'm interested to find out why, like she's like she is. And I was happy that Riley died. <laughs> I mean, I know it was the last episode, but it carried over to my enjoyment of this episode. And I kind of like Cameron gone wrong. Um, and I was really happy to see George back. So, um, cause I'm really interested in, well, I'm actually just curious as to what they're going to do with that, that, that part of the plot, you know? Um, cause this seemed like one of those random things. Um, but I'm kind of curious as to how that's going to develop. So I'm going to give it eight out of 10, mostly alive birds. It's kind of like Jesse and Riley fighting. It's like, you're going to win no matter you're going to win and you're going to lose either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one of them's going to still be alive. Whoever, <laughs> whoever wins, we lose. Sh- Schrodinger, Schrodinger's uh, Jesse. I don't know. Schrodinger's yeah. um, sucky character. Oh, no. Let's put them in a box and see what yeah. happens. Uh, they both. Right. What did you think, Matt? Uh, I I liked it. Um, the, yeah, I agree. How I wasn't really enjoying the show that much recently, but the past couple episodes have been a step up. I think I'm not sure if I can exactly pinpoint what makes them better, but I just seem to be more engaged with the story for some reason. Um. I think I will give it um, 8.5 out of 10 unfair bar fights. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm glad the show is back on track and not piddling. Is that the right word? I don't yeah, know. Piddling. Yeah, wasting time. Um, Plotting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a good episode. Um, um and Jesse didn't bring it down. Actually, it was interested in her uh, future storyline. Maybe the present was a little annoying, but um, I always enjoy the future scenes, I guess. And so I'll give it, um, I'll give it eight and a half out of ten spare Terminator parts. I was sad that she had to give away all her spare parts. What if she gets hurt again? I know, like. <laughs> But she didn't. I wish Cameron had well, tried to. Like, what? What is the big deal about keeping these parts around? Like, there's no chip in them. Well, you know, uh, I don't know. I think because, like, because, like, there was a. There's always a sense that they might, you know, be like corrupt or something. Like those, you know, because they came from unmodified Terminators, that they could actually do more of a disservice than a service. Um, I think that. Um. I don't know, but don't worry. I mean, you know, even though the, the, they're gone, um, season's almost over. So, <laughs> uh, she won't need the sports for long. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> uh, she loses her hand in the next episode. Yeah, but it's okay because she only has like a few more episodes to go after that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was wondering about that. How many more do we have? Four. Four. Oh my gosh. Okay. Are we going to try to finish it before like this year? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, we missed a few days. I think originally we were going to. But <laughs> then life happened. Yeah. So, do y'all have any guesses about what's in the box or what the package was? No. Um, a mini Terminator, <laughs> like Baby like a GI Joe sized Terminator. He just like comes out and he's like, ha ha. <laughs> Something that's gonna gonna pit Jesse against John. I just don't know what that would be. Uh, it's just, it's just a box full of body parts. <laughs> <laughs> It's a box full of spare Terminator parts. <laughs> it comes around. So let's see. We have some feedback, which I was just looking at, but closed for some reason. For some reason, I accidentally opened the um, intro. To, I was I clicked the wrong thing and opened the intro to Briscoe email earlier. Oh, is there anything in there? <laughs> I don't think I've ever. That was my first time ever looking in there. I think I think uh-huh. there's something from Robin in there. And, the first email is from Heidi. You want to read that, Malika? Um, I can't because I'm on my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll read it then. Thank you. Heidi says, hey, guys. First, I have a few thoughts on last week's episode because I didn't get my feedback in on time. Oh, yeah, we're back to Riley and Jesse. I could really do without either of them. Jesse pretty much sells Riley out. At least Riley doesn't go down without a fight. Um, I love Cameron Cuddy open her own arm to figure out why she killed the bird. And then she doesn't kill Riley, even though she knows she should. What is wrong with her? She's still killing birds. Now John has a kill switch for her, but would he ever use it? Okay, now on to today is the day part one. <laughs> I'll say part one. <laughs> so in Jesse's timeline, Derek was even more mistrusting of the machines than her. I like John's line about the robot serial killer. It is way too convenient that Izzy Phillips would tell Sarah about Riley being found. I really don't care about Jesse on a submarine, but Savannah playing with John Henry is creepy enough to watch all day. Ellison refuses to bargain with the computer. Good luck with that. Cameron goes off plan and freaks John out. She has her reasons, but it's not easy to take sometimes. It seems like Derek was questioning what Jesse was telling him and that John figured something out at the morgue. What do you guys think? Is Cameron done for? Until next time, Heidi. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think, think she's done for. <laughs> um, I still think she's on the side of the good, and I think that they'll figure that out. Or she'll kill somebody. Yeah. But they'll forgive her. As they mentioned her um, going off at night. And next we have audio feedback. Wow. From Dan Wilson. Let's see if I can play this. Come on, iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Chronicles. This is Dan W. with feedback for Today is the Day, Part 1. The Jesse character, besides being the worst, is kind of a mystery. Taken at face value based on what we've been shown so far. She seems to be a dangerously misguided zealot, perhaps to the point that she could be considered to be a psychopath. What's unusual about her, though, is that she traveled through time to perform this seemingly misguided mission. From what we've seen elsewhere in the Terminator franchise, if she was sent by people and not by machines, she would would have been sent by a team of people. So there's something incongruous about how much she acts like a lone lone wolf renegade. 
Is she part of a team of murderous fanatics, or is she actually working for the machines? Or could she be a loyal, loyal soldier of future John Connor, perhaps one who overstepped her mission when she killed Riley? The Growlbot is acting weirder all the time, so she may yet pose a danger, and if that's true, Jesse might know it. On the other hand, apparently there are multiple timelines and futures in this franchise, so even if Cameron was, a da was dangerous in Jesse's timeline, that doesn't necessarily make it so in this one. Mm -hmm. This has been Dan W. Feedback terminated. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Always insightful. Yeah. Thanks, Heidi. That's a different Dan. Oh. <laughs> now, didn't we have somebody last week who was very insightful? Or am I thinking of a different podcast? Think you're thinking of <laughs> Daniel, who sends Indy Room Alert every week, maybe? No, I thought there was somebody who, who wrote in last week, first time, some very insightful comments, but I think I might be thinking of the Defenders podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all do multiple dudes. podcasts, <laughs> need to, like, you know, get them straight. <laughs> I, mean, I often almost say the name of the wrong podcast when I'm <laughs> introducing, when I'm starting the show. Mm. Or as I think it before I start saying, oh. so the next episode is <laughs> today is today part two. Wow! Imagine that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's so surprising. <laughs> today wasn't the day, so I guess tomorrow must be the day. Yeah. Yeah. No, today really right. it should be today. Really is the day. You're like, sorry, today really yeah. is the day. This time <laughs> we miscalculated. <laughs> Any predictions about the submarine or Cameron or what's in the box? Jesse. Uh, yeah, I don't. Know, I really don't know what could be inside that box that would piss her off so much. Maybe it's Darla. Darla's inside the box. From Angel. <laughs> pregnant or not pregnant, Darla? No, when she was in the box in season one. <laughs> oh God. Okay, never mind. I was just sorry. I'm still I'm still imagining a tiny Terminator. So um, I just imagined like a miniature Darla, which was very cute. Yes, <clears throat> Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Is that what's in the Yes. <laughs> this was always in the box. It's always in the box, right? Wow, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it to them. If, if, if Gwyneth Paltrow is in the box... Um, I will, like, instantly this will be my favorite, like, series ever. I will say that. Special, <laughs> special guest star, Gwyneth Paltrow. She's only in that yeah, one scene. It's just her head. head. <laughs> 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 but she gets bonus well, I, points if, like, she opens her eyes. I think I was surprised when they showed what was in the box when I first saw it. I'm actually interested to know. Like, it's <laughs> funny because, I I mean, it sounds like I don't like this series. I like this series, but I haven't been, like, super, like, oh, my gosh, I want to discover, like, all the mysteries. But after this one, I was kind of, like, annoyed that we had to podcast before watching the second one, which is... I mean, I, I guess they didn't... They haven't had, like, you know, two-parters before. So, um, yes. you know, so maybe that's it, but... I think there are, like, mysteries that we didn't know were mysteries, like who killed Andy Good, and then mm -hmm. we found out that John killed Sarkisian when we, I guess we thought it was Dara, uh, Sarah almost called her Dara. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of Darla. Yeah. Alrighty. Cool. You can go watch it now. So find much. Out what's in the box. I know, there's so much TV, you guys. About to go watch Mocking Jay because I never saw the first one. Oh yeah, 
I don't know. I've read the book, so it's a different experience. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's funny. I actually want to save some of like the binge. Um, like, you know, I want to save Transparent. I want to save the rest of um, Jessica Jones. Like, it kind of because I know that in just a couple of weeks we're not going to have much TV to watch. Yeah, you know, so well, just because of the holidays, like everything goes on pause. Oh. Um, so I'll have more time then. So I'm trying to, but I am so impatient. Like that's I when never... I'm going to finish Twin Peaks is during the Christmas holiday. Oh, you're not. Uh, sorry, I have this thing lately where I just kind of get to the end of a season and then I don't watch the finale. It's like I don't want it to end. I still have yes. <laughs> like the last two episodes of Downton Abbey from last season. I have the Orphan Black finale. I still need to watch the Daredevil finale. I I do a lot. I do very similar, except I kind of extend it out where. It's not just the finale. It's like, so for example, Twin Peaks, like I thought when it was launching next year, I was like, okay, well, good. Cause then I can just, you know, like finish and then I'll be launching. And now that you guys told me it got pushed out, I'm like, ah, I have to make season two last a really long time. So anyway, I'll probably just re- finish up watching it this holiday and then rewatch it before, before the new Alrighty. series comes out. All right. Well, since we haven't mentioned food much, I'm going to go eat. <laughs> Okay. Did we even officially? Right, did we even officially? No, we never off? really. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say I was just. Oh. <laughs> Cut all that out. Edit. Snip, snip. So, if, gosh. Okay, sorry. Something was blasting in my ears. Um, that's all we have this week, folks. We'll be back next time with today is today part two. But until then, there's no fate, but what we make. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. What's in the box?